Hi, man. Yeah, that was the porch, right? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the uh, Holy of Holies was a perfect cube. So it was 20 by 20 by 20, if I'm not mistaken. In cubits. Yeah. 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 Say it. Okay. He shall establish and in it is strength for the meanings of the names of the pillars from the marginal note in First Kings seven twenty one. Very good. Thank you. In it is strength. All right, any uh, further comments and discussions on Chapter 3? <coughs> chapter 4, we are dealing with the items in the temple. And so in verse 1, we're dealing with what? The bronze altar. In verses 2 through 5, we're dealing with what? What? The sea. What's the sea? Yeah, the huge wash basin. It is big. Uh, look at verse uh, 2. Uh, Ten cubits, that'd be 15 feet from one side of it to the other. Um, and uh, it's five cubits, about seven and a half feet high. And uh, there are oxen under it and all around it. Yeah. Well, what did they do in it? I think they washed themselves, the priests did, before they entered the uh, tabernacle, the temple. What are the oxen doing in the I assume they're decorative. They're yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I suspect they're bronze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is. You see why it took them seven years to build all this? It's taken a while just for the furnishing. It, 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 well, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> now, that's only seven and a half feet tall. No, you're right. No, it's 15 feet. You're right. I don't know what to tell you. 
This is like having a huge grill. I don't know what to Well, I mean, they're barbecuing a bunch of animals. I mean, that's exactly what they do on that. Yeah. You gotta have some uh, square footage for that thing. And cook at them. And there was one time we'll read later when Solomon dedicated the temple, or was it later? There was. I, I'll have to. We'll have to come to it. But but where. Uh, there's so many sacrifices, he uses more than just the altar. He dedicates the whole front part of the temple to, uh, you know, his barbecue operation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it is. It's really massive what they do. I mean, this is like a almost a slaughterhouse kind of an idea. Yes. More, much bigger than what you might have thought. You know... I think our mental picture is of this little, nice little church building-like thing, and, you know, we do a little religious things there. But this is, they, they do a lot in, in all of this, and so it does take a, a big area. There's a lot of priests working here, a lot of Levites helping them. That's exactly right. And I might observe, this is more true early on in their history, but early on, the way God instituted the sacrifices, it was very participatory on the part of the worshiper. The worshiper brings the animal. The worshiper kills the animal. Early on, the worshiper skinned and cut up the animal. This is a, a, an emotional experience. You wouldn't forget it. You're not just, uh, you know, calling up UPS and saying, you know, send an animal over. You are personally involved in the sacrificial process. It would have made an impression on you. It would be something that your children would have remembered, you know, what you did in all of that. So, you know, I think part of this is this was, a, this was an act that would have been an experience for the people. I, I wouldn't doubt that women had some involvement in the maybe even the selection of the animal or whatever, but at least in the later temple, the, the women couldn't have gotten that close to the courtyard. Now, I don't know at this point. I don't know. About a foot and a half. <laughs> you can do a quarter of scale. Uh, you're welcome to. Uh, 
Yeah, exactly. Think of this huge arch. Huge arch going into this building. Like that picture you got up on the wall right there. That's there. That arch. Some arch. The one Kyle's been to. Yeah. But there was no building behind that arch, is there? Ooh. Ooh, did we catch a mouse? Sorry about that. Oh, my. Oh, my. That's Yeah. So I don't know about all this stuff, but, um... Verse 6, what do you have? What? 4, 6. Yeah, these 10 basins, these smaller basins that you washed, uh, either the sacrificial victims or maybe the utensils that were used. The larger C is for the washing of the priests themselves. And these uh, smaller basins uh, are to, to wash either the utensils or the sacrifice. And, uh, and then in 7 and 8, what do you have? The, the 10 lampstands and the 10 tables. There's only one tabernacle, but in the temple, everything's bigger and better and, and more uh, elaborate. Um, and then you've got some things in the courtyard in verses 9 and 10. In 11 to 18, you have the various instruments and objects of bronze. And uh, in 12, or 19 to 22, the objects of gold. And so we're sort of uh, summarizing all of the furnishings in the temple. Comments and questions on chapter 4. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. <coughs> Did you really? I don't know. Is that is that true? You may well be right. These are not my best subjects, so Good question. That might be a good answer. Good answer. Well, you've got the courtyard, you've got the temple, and you've got the Holy of Holies. Is the courtyard actually a building? Or just yeah, closed in area. I don't know. Is that a ceiling? Lot I can't answer, so. Yeah. They they did a lot of elaborate buildings in the temple complex area.
I don't. I I know the basics, and that's it. So. Some thoughts and comments, suggestions on all this. Yeah. Yeah, you may be right. That's right, yeah. That's right. Um, we only see it once a year. Not just one guy. Good point. I assume the ark stayed in the... Uh, Temple, but uh, at least I mean perhaps until the captivity. compare on the ark Jeremiah 316 where uh, the prediction is that they wouldn't even miss the ark anymore That's, uh, I think perhaps dealing even with the standpoint that the ark would not come back after the exile but they'd have communion with God they wouldn't need the ark as far as I know no Yeah. The Raiders would be all stuck. Yeah. Five one. Thus, all the work that Solomon performed for the house of the Lord was finished, and Solomon brought in the things that David his father had dedicated, even the silver and the gold and all the utensils, and put them in the treasures of the house of God. So we complete the building of the temple and the furnishings of it in five one. So, comments and questions to this point. Hmm? Didn't have a big enough scale to weigh it all again. This is a massive, massive whole ordeal. All the wood. Wood. I don't know. I I can't give you all that. There may be some stones in it too. I mean, I know there was a lot of wood from Tyre, but yeah, there were stones as well. So. Maybe there was, you're thinking there was like a stone structure with wood on the inside. Maybe so. 
I don't have the answer. Other questions and comments? All right. Um, chapter 5, um, 2 to 10. And Solomon assembled the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes, the princes of the fathers' houses, and the children of Israel into Jerusalem, to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. And all the men of Israel assembled themselves into the king of the priests, which was in the seventh month. And all the elders of Israel came, and the Levites took up the ark, and they brought up the ark in the tent of meeting, and all the holy vessels that were in the tent. These did the Levites bring up. And King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were assembled in him, but before the ark, sacrificing sheep and all. Brought in the ark of the covenant of the Lord to a place, into the oracle of the house, to the most. So wings over the place of the ark, and the heavens covered the ark, and the stairs thereof above. And the stage was so long that the end of the stage was seen from the ark before the oracle. But they were not seen with that. And there it is into the stage. There was nothing in the ark save the two tablets which Moses took there at Horeb. When the Lord made a covenant with the children of Israel, which when they came out of Egypt. What are they doing here? Bringing the ark into the temple. Celebrating and... And uh, more or less this is in connection with the dedication of the temple itself. They're sacrificing and kind of reminds you of what we studied earlier when David brought the ark into Jerusalem. Now they're bringing the ark into the Holy of Holies in the temple the last time for it to be moved, theoretically. I mean, this is going to be its permanent home. And this is kind of the climax. I mean, we've been looking for you know, most of First Chronicles, forward to this building of the house for the Lord and where the ark can reside. And now we've come, comes in to the temple. So this, is the, this is the climax of the book. This is the book of God and God's presence in the temple. And so this would have been really exciting to them. This is the fulfillment of I don't know. Oh, I think like the pole. I don't know. I just I didn't choose to do that. That's a debated question. I don't know. That, that's a really debated issue, and I'm not sure about that. There are passages where it seems like only the two tablets were in it. Some think that maybe the other things were in front of it and not in it, or maybe they weren't still in it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that they would have stayed in it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> Do what now? 
What were the dimensions of the ark? I don't know. Yeah. That's very good, uh, James and Company. First uh, Samuel six, verse eight and ten, verse eight and eleven, and so forth. There was a box on the side of the ark that contained the golden mice and the golden tumors. Other comments and questions? What? Oh, cool. About four feet wide, about two and a half, uh, four feet long, two and a half feet wide, and two feet high, something like that. <coughs> it's a good sized trunk. Not compared to the stones that often make a Yeah. Exodus 25, starting verse 10. Is that where you got it from? Okay. Where'd you get it from? Okay. All right. Other comments and thoughts? All right. Let's do one more section here, and then we'll take another break. Is five eleven to six two. Okay, so what are they doing as they're bringing the ark in and dedicating the temple? Celebrating with singing and um, instruments of all sorts, praising God. And as they do that, what happens to the temple? Does that remind you of anything? Tabernacle, where was that? No, I mean, what place in the Bible? Mm-hmm. Exodus, the end of Exodus 40, the very end of Exodus. 
and uh, got to the point where <laughs> the priest could not even uh, stand in the house because the glory of God was filling it. You know, you can't be in the presence of the glory of God. And so this was, you know, this is a climactic moment. This is God's acceptance of this house. He is going to manifest his name there. And uh, so Solomon uh, has, has been able to accomplish what he had set out to accomplish, what David had wanted to do, and what he planned and prepared for. Comments and questions? All right, some of that was a little tedious going through that, but I think you will enjoy most of the uh, rest of this as we uh, uh, have the dedication for the t- uh, tabernacle and then a number of other things about Solomon before we move on to some of the other uh, kings and uh, so forth. So why don't we take about a 10 or 12 minute break and then we'll uh, do another hour before we have uh, lunch.